Welcome to Mouse and Weens. Hi. I'm, I'm the mouse. I'm the ween. <laughs> what's happening? Yay. What Happy birthday, Weens. Oh, yeah. It was my birthday. November um, 16th. That's right. It was last time around. We recorded uh, the day before your birthday, right? I think so. And Did we mention it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. and we had a fun little weekend together. We were in L.A. We did. We talked to our friend Andrew. We had mom there. My sister met- came down all the way from Sandy. This is like the second time in your whole life where you've ever come to visit me in I my think- new house. All right. I think you're exaggerating. I think I've been there a little bit more than that, but it okay. might be a little more flyby. This one was a sleepover. A two-night yeah. sleepover. You slept, we slept in the same bed. Do you remember? Yes. I do. How was I that? Didn't move. I was Those really aren't tired. pillows. It <laughs> <laughs> um, was great. You're very cuddly. I like when you cuddle. You like to spoon. Did I cuddle? Yeah. Oh, I didn't second, even know. It's been second morning. See? You're the big spoon. I'm the little spoon. I was cuddling. That's yeah. weird. I did not know that, but uh, you know, desperate. I think it's when <laughs> in, in the night. It was when you started to caress my hip and buttock that <laughs> I scooted away. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You like your men hippie, do you? <laughs> uh-huh. uh. yes. No, anyway, so yeah, that was a really fun weekend. We went to the gardens and did some dinners and did a facial mask. It was really fun. We'll How post weird. Pictures. Can I just tell you something that I find is weird? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, But no, um, everything I say comes back to some weird sexual innuendo. It's, <laughs> it's stupid. And I wonder Why? if it's just like low-hanging fruit. If I'm like, yeah. oh, it's always funny if you bring it back to... Yeah, or exactly. if it's really just on the brain all the time and I'm just mm. more honest. Hmm. Mm, maybe. Anyway. Maybe both. Yeah. Combo. Yeah. A little Go combo ahead, salad. Like toss your salad. <laughs> all right. Okay, um, don't do that. See? Don't it's see. It just, sometimes it's no good. Oh. We just need to stay highbrow. So highbrow. intellectually speaking, we did have some uh, <laughs> tea, high tea, I believe we they did. call it. It was very and nice. I recommend everyone go to this place. Weens found it because Huntington she was Library. scouting the Huntington Library and Gardens, Botanical Gardens. In and Pasadena. what movies were filmed there? You were showing me I the worked sites. on the Muppets movie. Muppets. The Muppets. That was the one with Jason Siegel, the recent one? Yeah. It was, uh, so we shot the scene where Jack Black is the meditation coach and animal couldn't meditate and it's by a bunch of statues in a grassy area. It looks very European and that was shot there. Mm. And then I did not work on this, but Meet the Fockers or the, the second one was filmed there and apparently... <laughs> You said that so aggressively. <laughs> what? Fuckers? <laughs> Fuckers. Like angry. I'm secretly Fuckers. angry. I know. I've been very tense lately. That's right. Or, uh, like, what you about know, Babs? Are you about, about to drop some... Some Babs drama? Barbara I think, drama, of, yeah. Well, this is just what one of the environmental Nazi gardeners said to me, which was uh, Babs and Dustin Hoffman did not seem to get along so well. They sat on opposite mm-hmm. sides, of, but they were... I think they were the ones that were married in the film but they did not get along so well they had a s- really? ego struggles apparently really but you hear this from one environment naughty lady um anyway yes. 
Yeah, but you know, we have a story about Babs because Cowboy Denny, our stepdad, was her ski instructor. He was friends with Robert Redford and he had to take her skiing up in Utah because he was a ski instructor for a while. That's right. So our friend Redford, uh, Babs, was coming. (laughs) We should have him tell the story. Okay, let's have him tell the story. Okay. Yeah, that's This this is is a a little teaser. teaser. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and he also, we have a good Paul Newman, Red, Robert Redford, Cowboy Denny story. Yeah, yeah. He was with them back in the day. Yeah, he's got some good stories. Yeah, he, he was out of uh, his cowboy shell to tell these ones, too. It's good. He has this, it's a shell full of leather. It's got little, <laughs> little, uh, what do they call those dingleberries? What are those things called? Oh, spurs. Spurs. That go on. <laughs> And it's just a turtle shell with some spurs and uh, leather. And <laughs> occasionally he pops out just to tell stories about Paul Newman. Well, I remember the time. Oh, Cowboy and he Denny. his ham bone mustache and then his pops little ham bone. His little Yosemite Sam wafts in the wind <laughs> as he puffs his story of Paul Newman. <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll do a future episode on our stepdad. He's a cool, he's truly a cowboy in Idaho. He's a real uh, cowboy, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's got good stories. But he's a good guy too. He's a good-hearted cowboy. He's a, he's got a real hard exterior, real soft, squishy inside. Come, come, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Do you like to spoon it? <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. Okay, this is getting really weird. It's getting real weird. Okay, weird. back to birthday. So, hey, yes, birth. we did. And then, so I secretly collected a bunch of birthday wishes for you. That was and so sweet. Them had people send in recordings and we compiled them all and we're going to pop it on to the end of this episode. She so has a hear. hotline, a mouse and weens hotline that um, right. friends and family called in and we'll put those birthday messages. It was so sweet. I can't yeah. believe that. And thank yeah, you to was... all those people who did that. That was the, it warmed my heart so much. Yes. Yes. We had podcast friends. We had family. We had friends. It was all over the, yeah, the board. So and sweet. we even had our famous cousin, Oh yeah, Ryan, Ryan Eagle. We've got him for all he's worth here. No, um, he's a great kid, and yes. he's now a movie star and a That's right. TV star. Ryan Eagle's on the hit show New Amsterdam. He was also on Blacklist. He had his own show. Someone told yeah. me. Actually, I was at a dinner party with a guy. I'm going to do a little name dropping, but he's a super cool guy. The guy who wrote Heather's, Daniel Waters. Mm-hmm. And I told him about Ryan, and he goes, oh, my God, Ryan. He's like, he's super famous. That's your cousin? And he goes, I always, except I get him confused with Matthew Fox. And oh. uh, they, but he he lo- said, and Matthew Fox looks like Uncle Mark, and Ryan, yeah. I think, looks like Uncle yeah. Mark. So it's I could see the All a part familial. of the family. Yeah. But he said, he's like, they keep killing him, and they keep finding reasons to bring him back because he's such a good actor. They said oh. they've killed him off, like, four or five times, and then, and I've heard that, like, from people like those guys were all big wiggy hollywood guys that dinner party i went to mm-hmm. at doug hilton's house and he's a wonderful guy and that was the al go go sh- oh, fuck man i can't ever <laughs> goff al goff who wrote all the shanghai nights and noon movies with owen wilson and everything they all point i'm not name dropping someone get a broom she's dropping some names sweep them up <laughs> but uh what was my point Oh, they all said Ryan is an amazing actor, and it was coming from all these, like, fancy Hollywood bigwig guys. Nice. Um, By the way, oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. 
Well, we'll tell some stories later about some of the stories I've heard. Woo! Yay! Ooh, I like all Involving these teasers. Harvey future. Weinstein. Also. Episodes. Oh, nice. All anyway, right. tease, 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 tease. Yes. So anyway, the little birthday greeting from Ryan. He was on set with some of the other actors, and um, so yeah, if you watched New Amsterdam, you might be able to tell whose voices they are. Um, yeah. I know one is named Tyler, and I think he's the bearded psychologist guy who's pretty funny but i don't know the girl's voice so you guys have to write in tell us who you think that is because i can't tell and what else so you wanted to also talk about love today's episode is going to be about crushes because it keeps mm-hmm. coming up i keep like it keeps finding us so i think wow. it's the universe telling Everyone's us we need talking to about crushes talk about crushes yeah okay. so in one of our past episodes, we tell a story about me in sixth grade going to a birthday party, um, not birthday party, a Halloween party in um, somebody's garage. Do you remember this? And I found out I they paid him to ask me out. Do you remember oh, this? Yeah. And then I broke up with him on Monday because I didn't know what to do with that information and I was scared and he was my crush. He was what my was crush. his name? Can you mention it? Justin Swan. Oh, Justin. I liked his little brother, Jason Swan. Or, yeah, or we Jason. were pals. I don't think I... was your yeah, age? I yeah. just had a and lot of buddies, yeah. Justin was mine, and I loved him from third grade all the way through, well, fourth grade. This. It only lasted a year, but boy, it was but a back then, year. a year in, like, old people years, like, yeah. back then, it's a dog year thing, because remember how long it would take for a year to pass? Right? When you're in third grade, I mean, oh, and the summer was so far away, and then the summer was so long, and then you go back to school. It's really true about that in time, because... Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's like maybe auditorium, how big it is when you're little, and you go back, and it's not that big, because you were Mm -hmm. little. Mm -hmm. Our brains just don't understand time yet. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I love this boy, Justin. I just I was kind of quiet I was mousy I was a little book reader and he was like a smart boy too and he was kind of quiet and he had this nice brown bowl cut hair and Mm, did you think he was like Ollie from the Prairie Home Companion what was that show you sorry what was that show (laughs) Little House in the Prairie Little House in the Prairie Oliver yeah brown haired Oliver he had that bowl Mm. cut 70s 80s look loved him and also, Davy Jones from who came to show right. up on the episode of the Brady Bunch. Sorry, go ahead. Davy Jones, one of your Davy Jones TV crushes. What was his song? Girl, look what you've done to me, <laughs> me and my whole world. Davy, Marsha wouldn't go to visit. Cheek. Right? Yeah. Oh, uh, how so about cute. the flip side? Remember? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> bowl cut. Also, oh, continue. Bowl cut. It did it for me, and I. Loved him, loved him, loved him, and would play chase on the playground, and it was boys chase girls, and then girls chase boys, and I would catch him, and I would quick kiss him on the cheek and run away, and it was a whole thing, and um, yeah, we finally get to this party, and he calls me into the living room and asks me to go with him, and then I said yes, and then we walked away from each other, and that was it, and then I broke up with him on Monday, or I had my friend do it, but so I wrote about our podcast on Facebook, right? And I'm still friends with all these people that we went to elementary school with, that we went to high school with, because we're all in the Mm -hmm. same little hometown. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy whose house I said it was at, Mark Herberger, who paid him 
he clarified the whole story for me. It was so funny. So all these years, right? How old am I? I'm old. Uh, I thought it was one way. And he told me that Justin Swan actually did have a big crush on me. He was going to do it Hooray! anyway. He was, he was going to ask me out. They didn't have to pay him to do it. He just needed that extra push. And mm-hmm. he said it wasn't ten dollars; it was more like ten cents. You're worth <laughs> ten, ten cents. <laughs> oh my god! It kills me. Just a ten, ten pan alley. Oh my god! Come what on, guys, cough it up for me. I was like at least five dollars. Yeah, but ten also like the time passing in dog years was like right. twenty dollars back then. That was a lot of money back then. You could make yeah. a whole phone call with it. You oh, could phone you could call. go to a movie on a dime at a <laughs> bottle cap. I always remember that story from mom. We just took down bottle caps. Oh my god! I really? think it's true. I actually someone else said that too. Yeah. That's we'll wild. we'll ask mom for her fun facts. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So anyway, good. that's that's worth something. Ten well, cents. Well, it was something, but yeah. And then he said that he was crushed when I broke up with him on Monday, and it took him like two years to get over it. No. Oh. <gasps> Why did How you break up with that? him? I d- I was nervous. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Does that mean I have to kiss him? I wasn't ready for kissing. Does that mean I have to hold his hand or only hang out with him? Like I I just didn't understand what it all meant. It was too overwhelming. So I made Susanna Beckwith break up with him. <sighs> Justin, Jesus. but he was my first crush. Mm. Very scared mouse. She's a very scared mouse. She doesn't want to kiss, so she'll break your heart. She's a very scared mouse. <laughs> Sorry, my guitar is right here. <laughs> so then I got to thinking, okay, so I was thinking about all those feelings and just remember... I don't know. Tell me if you went through this, too. Did you have crushes? Well, and then Mark Herberger also said he sees Jason Kiriako from time to time. and so. Oh, my gosh. Gonna, no. Yeah, he was going to say that, uh, oh. tell him about the story you told. Oh, which no. Was <laughs> that he asked you out but then got nervous and then told you it wasn't him. I don't know what happened. I've never verified if he was <laughs> nervous or not, but he he wrote a, no, it first came as a Valentine, like in the mailbox, because we all lived within like 20 houses of each other. So somehow in my mailbox, I got a Valentine, <laughs> I think is how it went. And it was from Todd Kiriaku, Jason Kiriaku's twin brother. Oh, Funny enough, Todd. there's no Todd anywhere at the Bollinger <laughs> Canyon <laughs> Elementary and you grew School. Up with this kid. You knew all And I grew siblings. up with him, and yeah. we all were the same like 10 kids that went through seven grades together <laughs> like this mysterious twin brother todd Why who twin? knows where i live todd <laughs> kiriaku <laughs> so then and i just remember thinking like i kind of knew the whole time that it was him but i was curious where it was going and i was like why is this happening but oh. then like i don't know what ha- i wish that he would remember it if we could somehow get right. mark to talk to him mark make it happen we need to interview jason and find out his version of the story if he remembers but yeah. i just love that this is all coming back around it cracks me up and then oh and then another friend on facebook so we talked about him remember the lo- the episode where we talk about long boobs and you filmed a music video and oh, yeah. I was Can I just wait, wait, wait. We didn't talk about it. Can I just say quickly what it is? Because a lot of people don't mm-hmm. reference the other episodes. Okay. But true. So the first music video, I was trying my hand at directing music video, which stars the uh, very popular singer Andrew Samon. And I'm, 
I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. I'm terrible with names. Dude. I know. It's spelled so, S-A-M-A-N. Saman? 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 Sorry, Andrew, if you listen <laughs> to this. But uh, he's in a great band now called Pushing Daisies. It's very popular. And it's more... Anyway, whatever. It's not Pushing Daisies. It's Pushing oh. the Sun. <laughs> God, can I cut all this? I'm such a, and I, like, emasculate everything I try to pump up, and it's, he's in this band called Little Flowers Writhing Towards the Sun. It's a heavy metal band. His name's Andrew Pickypoo. Like, I don't know anything. Anyway, um, point is, he, okay, oh my God, I wonder if Greg Payette listens to I moved into an apartment with Greg Payette. Actually, it wasn't an apartment. Okay. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, there's too much coffee had today. Okay, wait. Here's what. What's the point? I shot a music. (laughs) I'm sorry. Music video. This is exhausting. It must be. Okay, just stop. You're hearing a brain unravel right now. Ping pong. Ping pong. Ding, ding, dong. Right now, there's just a. there's a monkey, a chimpanzee in black and white with a cat in a, in a, in a sink. And the monkey's washing the cat. And the song goes, and that's going on. Video. No one knows the reference. Weens, I love you. Let me help you get okay. back on track, though. Andrew okay. was our friend growing up. He was a friend of my friend. Younger than me, your age, right? So then you befriended him when we were older, adults all living out in the world. He was in Berkeley, you were in Oakland, something like that. He was in a band Alamo. called Pushing the Sun, and you Back were then it budding. Was Grave Shakers, and it Gra- was with, the Grave uh, Shakers, Greg Payette, right. who was my roommate at the time, briefly in two thousand area. Aha! When I moved and back after Dad passed away, right. And then you were trying your hand at music videos, and so I directed a music video for their hit song Parisian Nights. That's right. And so, guess who it starred? Sister. Starred Mouse. Me. And I put her, I wanted it to be kind of dark and spooky and weird. And so, and there's such beautiful places in Northern California. So I put her in a white camisole. But it, I always have this fantasy of a white camisole, like a girl with really long, cool hair, riding, like running through the fields in a white camisole because it's something I can never do because I have giant kazooms. <laughs> and so. I always thought it was so beautiful when I'd see like the tampon commercials with the girls oh and the camisoles. Oh my god! With but also, so she has. You have more perky kazooms, and but it could so handle. No, it could handle the camisole and not be weird. Mine would just look like <laughs> like two droopy dogs <laughs> slapping against a meat stick. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God. laughs> it would be terrible. And yours, yours are just a little more like they're at least moving towards the sun, pushing up the daisies. That's like pushing the sun, my pushing boobs. the sun, pushing, pushing towards them. the sun. So they we were... put her in a white camisole. Oh. My friend Blake was an editor, and he helped me edit like eighty-five hours of this video because I overshot it and didn't realize how much work it would take. But he was commenting constantly <laughs> on your boobs <laughs> in oh. this camisole because a lot of times you'd be in the sunlight, you could see through the whole thing. He Sometimes it would be a side outline. Yeah. And then why did they become long though? I hope it was like a shadow effect. Do I, I have don't long know boobs? He was calling it long, long boobs. boobs. All right, that's yeah. where we have to reference uh, all right. Blake Vicente's version of why. Anyway. All right, all right, let's pop it in here. 
Can you explain the definition and uh, terminology behind long boobs? Oh, long boobs were something that came, came up in the editing process. Um, uh, there's the main boobs of the star named Joelle, and then there's... What's her character name in the video? I have no idea. Then Andrew, okay, so currently that's how we know him, right? I did this music video with you, him. Then uh, on Facebook, he posts something like, you know, it's that thing we've all seen on Facebook. Tell me how you know me in three words to prove that you really read my posts or something like that. It's a social experiment. So all I wrote was Pinecrest Cabin because we traveled as a family to um, an area in Northern California called Pinecrest. We all stayed in a cabin. He is my best friend's little brother's best friend. And so I was the friend that was brought along and he was the friend that was brought along, right? And there's like four years difference. Well, Very clear. Yeah, over the week, uh, it was pretty apparent that he had a crush on me. And so I think I... You know, I thought he was cute, but he was a lot younger. He's like, you know, Crush. a little sister, a little brother. And, uh, but I still, but I still liked him, but I knew it couldn't be anything. So I think I like held his hand under the table or something Sick. like that. And dirty. Yeah. It was just like a little sneaky thing. Older and then lady. I think I told my friend Allie after and we giggled and it was just like a cute little thing. And, but I don't think she really cute knew how dirty. much. I kind of liked him. I thought he was really cute. Anyway. He is so cute. It was just Very good looking summer love like in a cabin in the woods kind of thing and um it happens wrote, so fast yeah so i write this thing you know pinecrest cabin on facebook and now i have to find it i'm gonna look for it really quick uh he wrote this whole thing about how he felt back then and it was so cute just going back into into crush dump so while i look for it will you go into the details of what it takes to have a crush like what are the signs that you have a crush or i have mine right here you can't stop thinking about the person if you can't get somebody off your mind it's likely the relationship is starting to drift outside of the friendship if he or she is the first person you think of about when you wake up or the last person you think about at night romantic feelings may be developing two hmm. <laughs> oh that was just one there's Jesus. 15 all right, let's not do oh. that. That takes way too much time. I'm kidding. All right, come on. All right, all right. Uh, you find yourself okay, comparing. So, oh, dude. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, ready? Do you want to hear what he says about Yeah. This was hilarious to me because we never talked about it after that. We never confirmed anything. It was just this weird handhold, and then the week was done and life moved on, and that was that. And then we filmed that video together. So he said, I was embarrassingly shy around both of you. Um, oh, that was he. And then he had a crush on you. Then he talks about that he had a He's crush on you. He's just throwing me in because I'm the younger sister sitting in the no, corner. No, no. He has a whole story Ooh, about yay. you. It's a whole thing. Oh, I get one too. Um, okay. So he said, I can't believe how crazy shy I was back then. I could kick myself for it. I'll never forget that orange bathing suit that <gasps> you had during that trip. Slut. And how unbelievably cool I felt lying next to you. <laughs> Orange crush. Way too shy, but you were my dream girl then. Absolutely stunning. Girls. As you always are, my friend. So he takes it back to a grown-up level. But, I mean, an orange bathing I don't really remember the orange bathing suit. Did I? Maybe. It had ruffles. Yeah. I think really? it was a one-piece. I don't know. You always wear those hardy-totty ones. 
No, I was not hotty toddy. I was, I mean, I was just coming into my hotty toddiness. All right. And then he continues um, that he had a crush on you too. He said, one day I hung out with your sister after high school, after school in high school. I was going to give her a ride home, but you know how she is. And we ended up in Berkeley. (laughs) She showed me where Primus lived. And then I bought her a chick at the vivarium. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds about right. My dating life. <laughs> we ended up so. Yeah, you had a snake or a lizard, and he had to buy a chick to feed it. Is no, that what was I would not have fed the chick to the. No, I think that became. Was that Stuart? Did that become Stuart, Stuart. the rooster? He might have bought Stuart. You brought home a chick. Oh, Stewie became my good rooster that would follow me around everywhere. Do you remember Stewie? Yes, I remember. He'd hop up on our shoulders and poop on us. Yeah, and then at Uh. some point, somehow we couldn't keep him anymore. And so we brought him to our friend's house, the Norris's. And Stuart would hang out with the cows and became the cow's Uh. best friend. And uh, and then my member Puck from... You guys know Puck from the real world, that yeah. San Francisco version. He was my friend, and would you say he was your friend? Did you guys ever hang out? No. no. Yeah, he's a very dynamic character. And uh, he was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, I can sex before mom let me keep him. He said, oh, I know how to sex that chick. I, I've been doing it. My grandpa does it. I remember. He's always... Like, I know everything. He's a mansplainer. <laughs> the original mansplainer. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's for sure a girl. She's like, really? Because I don't want a rooster over here. Yeah, for sure. For sure a hen. And then <laughs> it suddenly got bigger. It turned out to be a rooster. <laughs> and I think that's why we had to. <laughs> my cat just popped up. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Aww. So, all right. So that is the chick. So we bought you a chick. Um, and then... He said she was light years beyond me and being cool. She seemed like a woman while I was just a boy. I didn't even have enough confidence to hang. Oh my god! So there you go. So that was the crush. It's not true. I wasn't so a woman, and you were a man. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's just funny going back and hearing all these stories retold, like in different perspectives now. Well, as and that you never knew. Like I never knew he had a crush on right. me. Yeah. And I mean, I think I knew, but we never talked about it and it just went away after we, you know. But maybe I could get it back. Andrew, please. I'm single. (laughs) I have dusted my Twinkie. (laughs) Go blow it off. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. Sorry, Mom. Go ahead. (laughs) I don't think I could talk anymore. (laughs) Oh, Andrew. All right. So that was Andrew. And not to be confused with the other Andrew. Um... That was so gross. I'm sorry about that dust comment. <laughs> That's disgusting. Who would say that? I'm sorry. All right. And then in the I've last couple episodes. In my twink. Oh, I'm not a fink. Meet me at the skating rink and blow some dust off my twink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's not kidding, folks. Okay, she I'm not kidding. Blown. Okay. Blow sorry, the mom. dust. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead. So next. Um, okay. So the next one is in our last couple episodes we reference um well Andrew Picone, our buddy. Picone tells a story about the pies and the drive by pies. Nine right? the pies. A reference from a movie called and Defending Your Life, Albert Brooks. Episode thirty four, we talk about um 
the moped story and the boy that kissed me across the couch. Oh, I the couch kisser. They were one and the same. That was the same boy. Don't you love this? Mouse is coming no, out. I don't. She wants the no, world to know. Not. No, 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 no. Okay. It's all past feelings. We're all <laughs> parents now and it's all done. <laughs> but, um, can I tell you? Geez. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. He, uh, but he he played coy hard to get the whole rest of our high school year. So I had one kiss with him in freshman year and then nothing. So I transferred all my feelings onto <laughs> who then became a stalker. That's a whole story we could tell someday. And a cocaine car salesman. Well, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with him, but allegedly he went to the bathroom something. and came back with white stuff on his nose and blood. That might be blood a sign on my white couch. Years later, I, we reconnected um, on Is he Friendster. To this? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I had to block him from everything. It got weird. I don't want to tell that story. Yikes! But uh, yeah, but but the point of the crush. I just want to go into the anatomy of a crush because. I loved him so much and I would wake up in the morning like what am I gonna wear and my heart would be racing and I would just live my whole life around where he was in the halls if he was gonna see me and then we became friends and passed notes in class but he always had this girlfriend at Dublin High and Scrubland. he was two years older than me oh but he would come over to study with me because he didn't get geometry I think we had together oh. so I had to teach a junior geometry as a freshman just saying you did oh my gosh yes oh uh, but it was oh he was big man on campus football player he was so cute wow and just my Is he whole still high school well no because let's see that was when I was a freshman wait who sophomore. are we talking about oh sorry yeah and then when he graduated I finally confessed in his yearbook that I had a crush on him and then he came back years later. And well, then we looked each other up on nose on her couch. Friendster, yeah, and it was not what I thought it was. I mean, he was still kind of cute, but it got weird real quick. And yeah, he sent flowers to my work and kept emailing me, and I had to get my boss involved to like block him and set up a firewall. Ugh, it was scary. Yeah, I didn't know Yikes. what to expect That's there. What cocaine does? Well, who knows? That's all alleged. I don't want to say that, but. He um, I'm just was not, it. don't look up your crush people. That's the bottom line. Don't go back in time and look them up because things change and it was all a moment in time and it was the way your brain was. So that's what I want to get to. So I looked up all this stuff. Like what is it that makes us have racing hearts and you're like kind of OCD about the person and that's all you can think about. Okay, so they say that crushes can be broken down into three categories. There's an identity crush. There's a romantic crush, and there's a celebrity crush, all right? So a uh, romantic crush is the obvious one, where you're infatuated with the person. Um, they're a real human. Yeah, they're a real person, of course, And then, but you create this whole superficial impression of them, right? You, you just have them as this idyllic person in your mind that can do no so wrong. So it can't be a tree or something. Well, no, yeah. But what if it's like a tree <laughs> and it's a Griffith Park where you hike all the time? <laughs> Is that the one you hug a lot? But what if it's a tree that looks kind of like a man? Uh, it's got all like right. A She's really hard up, folks. <laughs> Give us a call on the hotline. Uh, Weens needs a date and a branch. All right. Uh, no, it's just, it's Weens a real person. <laughs> Get her off the wood. Or if you would. <laughs> no, kid. 
Oh, okay. That's not funny anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> but the um, you're attracted to someone else, right? And then you start putting all these idyllic um, qualifications on them and qualities about them, and they can do no wrong. And it's called so fantasy. Yes, fantasy. You're projecting all these valued like things about them onto them, and um, that becomes your crush. And I don't know. That was that was my whole. Two years in high school there on that guy. I, it was just all, he's perfect. I could never have him. And But then the reality of it is it doesn't last and it falls away. And Well, not always, right? Or I don't know. It, I mean, you know. It did years later. And right. I don't also, know. why do we have that as human beings? What is the chemical reasons to bond people? But it's not just humping. We're not just weird squirrels that... Or just like no, we, we need I think sex. Or from an anthropological standpoint, you probably want someone who can protect you and you know, yeah, reproduce with you. But then, but all the emotions are the interesting companionship thing. and yeah, yeah. So why do you have um, obsessive thoughts and why is it that one particular person and right? Why do you obsess well, for two years thing. about one guy or? So there's brain chemicals, right? So first, you're attracted to someone. I read this. Okay, I'm reading this. We activate dopamine, which ignites bliss craving. Have you ever dopamine is bliss? also. Sorry, I love to cut you off so much. No, but cut. It's also what? when people take meth, it's like a thousand times more dopamine than your body normally mm. creates. But also, they related some of that to when you're in love or infatuated. That's the hit you get. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. The bliss craving we talked about, oxytocin, which triggers bonding, and That's cortisol. That's the hump drug. Oh, yeah. Because you're, That's you're the not, one that if you don't want to get hooked on someone, for women especially, you do not want to uh, release that, which is, I think it comes with uh, orgasms. Aha. So if you're with a bad dude, don't have sex with them. Otherwise, you might release oxytocin, and then you'll really be bonded. Be with bonded them. to him. That's why it's so hard for girls to get even mm. guys that they don't necessarily like, but they had sex with, and then they had that happen. Then suddenly they're super bonded. Right. So there you go. So Patty Stanger's right. You can't have um, millionaire matchmaker. You have to wait until what the third date to have sex or something like that. Tenth. Tenth. Whoa. Hey, settle down, hussy. <laughs> Old <Ten>. school. <laughs> Who can wait that long? But not with an orange bathing suit I wear. <laughs> She's oh a hot God. one. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, what else? Um, so then you have your cortisol, and um, that manifests in stress and anxiety. So that's the sweaty palms and the, oh, I wonder where he is, and... And the adrenaline, you know, the heart beating and the whole thing and flushing and blushing. and um, Which is also fight or flight. So you're kind of in that weird state right. where you can't remember things. And have you ever had that happen? Oh, Gals yeah. and gents where you yes. are totally in the spacey state where you can't retain information. You can't remember what you're doing. Yeah. You're your heart's beating. You can't sleep. It's we can't eat. I mean, it really is like the dumb lyrics in the songs like. Who is the Robert Palmer girls? You can't, can't eat. eat. You can't, can't sleep. sleep. I've never <laughs> seen a pretty girl look so tough, baby. Baby. That's something else. 
<laughs> Color me beach and black. I really wow. perked up on that one. I don't even know what I'm talking about. What song was what song was I just singing? I'm no got idea. adrenaline. <clears throat> and then they said somewhere, I don't have it in front of me, but that um the O C D people have a high amount of is it dopamine? Would that uh, make sense? Where you're no. perseverating on something. You can't stop thinking about the same thing over and over. I and have a little bit of that quality. Obsessive really? thinking. Yeah, I've been told that. And even mom. Sorry, really? mom, but you called me out on this where the front house guy came out when mom was here. And mm-hmm. like she said, I think he wanted me to leave or something. And then I started obsessively think, did I just move into a place with someone who cares that I live here? And, somebody, and she was like stop you're getting obsessive you remind me of your father oh. so i guess you're just like your father <laughs> is it um like is it truly ocd or is it just quality obsessive, i think uh i think some people do have the gene that is more of here's my theory all right okay. which is usually wrong but from what I read, like at some point I took Adderall because apparently people who I was told that I had ADD and mm. from my boyfriend at the time, we were together for a long time. And he said, you should take Adderall. You need to take medicine because that's why our relationship sucks. And then remember Aww. I sent you guys the, I don't want to digress. Yes, I do. <laughs> and oh my God, what's wrong with me? So you, like mom cried and she goes, I'm sorry that I didn't know this about you. I read the articles and that's totally you. You have ADD. So, and then you said that too. And you were diagnosed as an adult, so they didn't catch it back in the day. Yeah. And so, anyway, point is, what was the point? (laughs) No, really. And wrapping it up with a bow, folks. Yeah. What Um, was the point? That you have tendencies of OCD. Um, Oh. I did find the thing. It says... um, Dopamine can induce levels of serotonin, which is a chemical that actually affects your mood and the way we act. Oh, this type wait, of thing wait, wait, wait. is also found in people with OCD. I remembered. Okay. Your brain apparently is in low-level sleep mode all the time. Like most normal brains function at a regular, but they say your brain is like low-level sleep mode for some reason. You don't have enough mm-hmm. of whatever. And so you're always trying to wake it up by doing high adrenaline things. So you might run around a lot and then just crash. Or you might, mm. they said that a lot of people with ADD, they're always trying to do like high, uh, like base jumpers and you'd be in the field of entertainment business, things that are real mm. fast moving uh, or firefighters or EMTs, things that are real super stimulating. So you can kind of wake yourself Very up good. and stimulate that part of the, anyway, that's just something I latched on to continue. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, yeah, and then so this also says oxytocin and then vasopressin are both chemicals that influence social bonding. Me too. Finally, form an attachment with your brain. So it's all in the brain, guys. All those um, days of crushing was just brain chemicals. And a lot of it is just um, you're taking your – some people have, like, that addictive behavior towards whatever, whether it's eating, whether it's – yeah, whatever your OCD thing is. And so sometimes it's men or women that you become obsessive, but there are steps to get yourself and then normalizing because they say basically, it's like, here's my cocaine again. I, you know what's on my mind. Woo! Um, <laughs> but it's a little cocaine, cocaine hit. I did once. Sorry, mom. Really? 
Yeah, with my boyfriend, and we were over at some like indie film director's house in Silver Lake, and they had it was the bowl at the party kind of thing, and there was like what? just seven or eight people there, and uh, I tried what a little, huh? Yeah, what it do? Sorry, you just I just we sat up and talked until five in the morning, and then I drove home, and then you felt like shit the next day. It was very anticlimactic. That was oh. my only experience. Wow. What about you? I've never even seen it. I think I saw a flash of a w- bag of white stuff once, and I was like the guard <laughs> at the door. And Do you I'm have an so interest I in it? No. Mm-mm. I live in a bubble. And I, yeah, no. I don't have any interest. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun reminiscing about the, the heartbeats and the, like, the twittery. Yeah, okay, cold place. I do a quick. A quick cap on oh, Coldplay. Right. Okay, so a lot of this all came up because we just saw the Coldplay um, autobiography. Not autobiography. Uh, biopic, biopic. 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 How do they say that? Why is it biopic? Biopic. Yeah, it's not a pair of glasses. Anyway, it's a movie. By vocals. Starring about uh, Ben Coldplay German. and... I was in love with Chris Martin big time back in like 1999 key. when they first electricity. came out. Oh God, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Ben Franklin. Sorry, go ahead. Wow, and he, um, yeah. So I fell in love with Coldplay uh, and their music, kind of right at a weird time in my life when Dad had just passed away, and Dave, my current boyfriend, but he and I were just my current boyfriend, my current husband. But he and I were just boyfriend and girlfriend back then. Um, we went through a big breakup. He broke up with me. And so I think I transferred all these emotions onto the music, right? And mm-hmm. I fell in love with Chris Martin, who kind of looks like Dave. And all his music became super important to me. I It um, was all yellow teeth. I was British. super fan. <laughs> Jesus. And I uh, even wrote a little review of their album. If you ever Google Joelle Eggold Coldplay, <laughs> you can read my review in their official newsletter. Oh, my God. So I, was I thought you were the fan. number one fan. Is that true? Of the number fan one. Club? Number one. Big, fat foam finger over here. Number one. Was it number one? No. No, I wasn't number one. I was just one of the main oh. yeah, people always contributing. It got weird, though. It was like I would go into these K-holes of... Coldplay she stuff. would have dreams about Chris Martin and Gwyneth and oh, dinner parties. Yeah. And then totally. Yeah. And then yeah, no, and then Dave and I got back together and then it normalized and I only liked the first few albums like that crazy. And then it started to fade a little bit. And then we started a family and all my focus was on that and everything. And I still have always liked she Coldplay. Still had but dreams. then I saw this movie again. And it goes back to when they first started, which is when I fell in love with him when he had his big puffy hair and he was so cute. Oh, and puffy I got like heart palpitations again. And it was weird. I'm like, oh no, what's Uh-oh. happening? And yeah, but I'm trying to like, yeah, transfer that. And then I met Chris Martin. Hubs, I was yes. location <laughs> scouting so for jealous. the Runaways movie. And I met him. And that was, you know, I always was like, if I ever meet him, I'm going to figure out a way to get. But I was so nervous for meeting him for you. <laughs> and it was such a weird conversation. He was so nice. And I was like, hi. Oh, hey. Hey. He was going to Amoeba Records in Hollywood. And I go, hey, hey. 
uh, my sister loves you. Uh, <laughs> do you mind if I take a picture of you? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's fine, sure. And then we took this big old weird smiling picture, and it was like 110 that day. It was so awful. And I was all sweaty and weird, and there was this oh. sweet Chris Martin. And then he was just sweet and asking normal questions and said, oh, what are you location scouting for? A movie. Oh, okay. Which one? Ah, it's a feature film. Like, I didn't even answer a normal question. <laughs> like, he just wanted to have a conversation about what I could have. And it would have been a great conversation. It was The Runaways. It was a really cool. Oh. He would relate. It was The Band with Joan Jett. And there was a lot to yeah. talk about. Floria oh. Sigmundi directed. And she's a big music video director. He probably knew her. And I was just like, a movie. And then he was like, okay, cool. Well, see ya. And then he walked down the street. And then I, I had the bright idea to yell after him and go, could we call my sister real fast? And he was like, ah, uh, no, I think we, uh, he goes, no, I got to go, but we, bye. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was this, I was so, that was adrenaline for my sister. She, cause she was yes. so crazy about him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then you were like, it. you're like, you bitch, I'm jealous. You were jealous, what? but maybe you were just being Did I say that? Funny. Yeah, you're like, ah. you were mad that I met him and you oh, didn't. Oh, it's like, only. I did it all for you. Yeah, no, I just, I've always loved him. And then it, we went through all the same kind of stuff at the same time. Like, he got married to Gwyneth when I got married to Dave, and they had kids around when we had kids. And her dad had died, and he helped her through that. So, of course, I projected like all my stuff on person. that. Yeah. yeah, and then the lyrics started to make sense again, and so he's come and gone from my life, and it's this whole thing, and then this this auto this why do I keep saying that biopic? Everybody should see it. It's really cool. It's Head Full of Stars, I think they called it, and it's on Amazon Prime for free if you have Amazon Prime, and um, it's great. It's just like so inspiring too for artists to stick with your dreams and believe in yourself and just have energy and just keep pushing and pushing and pushing because have faith in yourself and you will achieve yeah. miracles happen this, when you believe this guy oh hey yeah I'm so confident say. yeah it's he's just got the thing and yeah anyway I loved it and Yay. that was my crush that came rushing back and then all these things popped into our life that Got Guess what else is a good again. documentary? Sorry, but uh, Quincy Jones. Mm. Please watch the Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix. Not mm. one ounce, wait, not one drop of your opinion has anything to do with my self worth. Quote Quincy Jones. Except mm. I'm not sure if that's exactly what it was. <laughs> but we'll fact check that one. That will lead you to learn about Quincy Jones, who's a fascinating character. Also, check out the Coldplay documentary. Also. Yes. Check out the Mouse and Weens swag. That's right. Yes. Come to all of our places. I don't know if we really have swag yet. We have stickers that I need to upgrade. They're I not very good yet. I think of another word quick enough. But um, yeah. But thanks, super fans. And yeah, all our stuff. And Thank please you. tell your friends. This is the number one way for us to get found and to move up the charts, whatever charts are out there. But just to tell people that think like you that like conversation they like having friends in their ears that's what we want oh you know to you who wanted to be my facebook friend today who paul from the varmints podcast oh paul yes he's him. he's 
an OG. No, he's one of the um, original podcast people that I became friends with when I started this whole thing with you. So watch his and he's awesome. What is it called? You don't watch him. You Varmints. Him. You said it. Varmints. Yeah. How do you say it? V a r m i n t s exclamation point. And he's Perfect. great. Yeah. And um. Oh yeah. And we have promos too. Well, maybe in our next episode we'll pop in someone's promo. We're starting to do little promo swaps so we for other official. people. Yes, it'll be fun. So, anyway, thank you to everybody for reaching out and all the fun stories and comments and likes. Please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button wherever you are. That's really important. And um, we'll see you on the flip side. How do you say it? Love. See you on the flip side. I can't do a Liverpool accent. We'll see Davey you on Jones. the flip side. <laughs> no, much better. Much better. <laughs> Bye. My apologies to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All okay, right. now. Bye. 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 collected some secret recordings, uh, birthday wishes from friends, family, and other podcasters, and we're sticking them on at the end as a little birthday surprise for Weens. So thanks for contributing. Happy birthday, Weens. I love you. Hey, Julianne. Happy birthday. This is Wee Wee Kelly P calling in from Portland, Oregon, wishing you a happy, happy birthday. I hope you've had an awesome day and that so many good things have come your way today because you, of all people, certainly deserve it. Um, you have given me a gift this year, actually, in the form of your amazing podcast, Mouse and Weens. It's fantastic. I am loving it. I just discovered it probably a week ago, and I think I'm up to 17 episodes, which, if you do the math, is roughly like two and a half a day. And I am dying of laughter. I, I'm at risk of getting in an accident, actually, because I'm driving, listening, laughing, and... I mean, these references to Twinkies and San Ramon and Grandma Ruth, it's all just hysterical, like genuinely entertaining. And what I love about it, too, is that it's so free-flowing and authentic. Like, I am right there with you and Joelle, wherever you may be recording these. You have a way of just kind of bringing us in, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I just got to hang out with Julianne. And I don't know if that's the goal in this podcast, but that's what's working for me and I just feel so close to you even though we are physically far apart so thank you for being true to yourself and always being authentic and relatable uh, this has just been so much fun to to have because I've I've got you and um, anyway I hope you know how much I love you and uh, I can't wait to see you again soon love you bye your cousin Tyler Happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday, birthday Julian! It's me, your cousin Ryan. That's a lie. I'm I throwing my voice. I hope you have a, a wonderful day. Your cousin Ryan is an amazing person, but How Tyler has been a Sixteen? That's also a lie. <laughs> happy birthday, Julian. We love you. Hello, Julianne. This is uh, your uncle Bob, and I just wanted to wish you a very, very happy birthday. 
and I uh, hope you're enjoying your day. We're going to have a birthday party for here for you at our home tonight, and it's going to be at uh, 11.30 p.m. Uh, I know you won't be able to be there, but uh, hey, you know, it's your birthday party, so uh, we're going to uh, eat the cake and uh, ice cream, and uh, I'll blow out the candles, and uh, we'll have a bunch of presents, and Annalise is going to open the presents, and uh, hopefully whatever we got will fit her. But anyway, we just wanted to let you know that we're thinking about you. We hope to see you soon. Uh, we're going to be having a Thanksgiving dinner over at our home this Thursday. wish you guys could be here, but I know you've got plans galore. So anyway, uh, have a wonderful day. Blessings to you from me and from your dad. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, Julianne and Joel. Julianne, it's your Uncle Jim wishing you a very happy, happy birthday. And a quick story. I will always remember when you were so kind, I was going to do my first mentalism show, and you were so kind to come drive from L.A. down here to where we are in Orange County uh, because I wanted some film footage of this show. So you and I arrived at a friend's home uh, for this college foundation I was going to do this show for, and you had packed like three cameras with you, and they were, uh, two were stationary, and you were manning the third one. And, but the uh, funny thing that I recall is you were a, a young lady in your early 30s, and which I'm sure you still are, but uh, my friend, who was hosting the party, came to me and said, after meeting you, and he very much enjoyed meeting you, he said, my gosh, Jim, he said, this is your niece? He said, I expected an 18-year-old in a poodle skirt. And it was at that moment that both of us realized that uh, our our children or nieces or nephews were were growing up, and uh, but I always remember that, and I remember it fondly because you were so kind to uh, come down and do that for me. So happy, happy birthday, Julianne, and uh, and many more, of course. Love you. Hey, Jules, you little weenie. Hey, it's Aunt Beth, and I'm just calling to wish you a happy, happy birthday. Um, of course, I'd love to sing, but not so with this foggy voice of mine. At any rate, I hope you have a fabulous day celebrating you, as you well deserve. And uh, know I'm sending lots of love and birthday hugs your way. All right. So, I want to talk about Julianne's gas issue. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday, Julianne. And uh, the other thing we need to talk about besides her gas issue is her social life. You see, she's still in her international years. All right. Love you. Bye. Well, this is a happy birthday greeting for Julianne, and it's Dana. Hello. Love you guys. So, happy birthday to Julianne in Korean. Everybody ready? Sang your chukka hamida. Sang your chukka hamida. Sarahanun Julian, Sangle Chuka Hamida, Yay 
to go, Julian. Sarangheyo. Love you. Love you from the Mackins. Well, really from Ghana because I'm the only, only one that can speak Korean. <laughs> so I hope you have an amazing day and good luck on your podcast, guys. Love you. Bye. Happy birthday, little Julie Tooley. Happy birthday, Tooleens. She farts when she eats beans. You have horrible taste in men. Please tell us the story of red lipstick and brute cologne again. And you'll die an old cat lady with just one friend. But that friend will be me. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Your stories are completely hilarious. Your outlook on life is so inspiring. And you really do have horrible taste in men, you little hooker. Huge hugs, my little wiener. (laughs) I might be saying that to myself, actually. Uh, Honestly, though, you brighten my day with your laugh. I love hearing you guys on the show. And you're amazing, weens. I'm super stoked that we became friends. Happy birthday. Hi, Julianne. This is Mallory from the Bad at Love podcast. I am just giving you a call to say happy birthday. We are so happy that you are a part of us as friends with Bad at Love. You have been since the beginning, and I hope your birthday continues to be as wonderful as you are. All right. Have a good day. Bye. What's going on, weens? This is Dan from the You Watch, I Listen podcast, and I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. Enjoy it. Do something fun. Be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. That really doesn't leave much for you, but I hope you have a great birthday. Later. Happy birthday from the More Greater Than podcast. Remember what the great Betty White said. The older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. So uh, I guess don't be a banana. Bye. Hi, this is Corky from Daniel Daniel podcast. Wishing me a happy birthday. Happy birthday, two weeds. Happy birthday, two weeds. A big 12-pound baby can't come out the jeans. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear weeds. Weeds, weeds. <laughs> Julianne, happy birthday to you. Love, Steph. Happy birthday, weeds. Can't wait to hear your beautiful voice again. Happy <laughs> birthday. Weenie, 